This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Grace Lynn Keller with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and we are live from the 11th annual CEO and CFO Roundtable. I'm joined currently by Danny Jones, who serves as the Chief Operating Officer of St. Luke's Health Partners. Danny, thanks for joining me today, and I'd love to have you start off by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit more about your background. Yeah, you bet. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so I am actually a mental health counselor by training. So I kind of had an interesting path to get where I am uh, in healthcare. Um, I, I worked in healthcare um, most of uh, while I was going through my undergrad and, and really had started out wanting to do pre-med and shifted gears somewhere along the line and uh, decided to go into the mental health field, but continued to work in healthcare. And, and really um kind of decided at at a pivotal point when um when I had graduated with that mental health counseling degree uh to move over to the managed care side and so I worked for a payer uh for about 7 years and really with all of these different experiences and that sort of lens uh, on healthcare um led me to a path in value based care and population health and so um I have uh, led operations at three different clinically integrated networks in uh the state of Idaho uh where I actually joined St. Luke's Health Partners uh, about a year and a half ago, um, which is the largest clinically integrated network in the state um, and serves about 300,000 lives, um, mostly in uh, Southwest, South Central Idaho. Um, but we do have um, provider uh, affiliates in other pockets of the, the state as well. And um, it, it's just been a really rewarding place for me to be, to be that facilitator for change in the delivery um, for healthcare and really focused on that value proposition um, for, for the um, patients and communities that we serve. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being here. And first question for you, what are you most excited about right now? Uh, I think what I'm most excited about, but also I think what can be the most scary is that we really are in a time of a lot of change and transformation. Um, I, I like the idea of really uh, changing uh, healthcare delivery so that we're focused on um, better outcomes, um, you know, overall health and, and wellness. And of course, you know, just with that behavioral health background, really incorporating um, other other things that influence um, a person's overall health and well-being outside of what we can truly treat uh, within the walls of a clinic. Uh, and so really focusing on those community partnerships, really focusing on, um, you know, the social determinants of health and all of these other um, things that influence um, you know, one's well-being. And uh, I think really focusing on some of these additional aspects outside of uh, traditional um, medical care is is going to take us um, next level, if you will. So Absolutely. And um, kind of going off of that, what what issues are you currently spending most of your time on right now? There are a couple of things right now that are uh, consuming uh, most of my time. And so when we look at our ability to manage um, populations, we really rely on the data from our payer partners um, to, to augment what we 
um, might have access to uh, in terms of clinical data through our electronic health records or from our um, HIEs. Um, the claims data that we get from payers today is um, often inconsistent, um, inaccurate, <laughs> incomplete. Um, and so that that data sharing has not been um, very transparent and it's often um, very delayed as well. So it has really hindered our ability to do a lot of what we would like to be able to do very effectively. And so we've been having lots of conversations with our various payer partners about trying to improve those um, data sharing processes, um, making sure that things are accurate, timely, consistent, um, so that we have better ability to influence, um, you know, the, the health and, and the care coordination of those populations that we serve. Um, those conversations have been somewhat challenging, oftentimes very technical, very time consuming, um, and so that seems to be taking a lot of my time, but to me, it's transform. Well, it's um, foundational, I should say. Um, we we have to have that information in order to do what we do and do it well. Uh, and so it's really important that I think we go through and and have those conversations. Um, the other thing that's been taking up quite a bit of my time is uh, I've been spending some time with our legislature um, uh, at at the um, state of Idaho, because there's been a lot of uh, dialogue around Medicaid and the Medicaid budget and concern about, you know, the increasing cost um, that just isn't sustainable. And uh, trying to get, uh, I guess, an additional understanding around the state's current model to manage the total cost of care and, and the health of our, um, our Medicaid beneficiaries in the state of Idaho. Uh, we expanded Medicaid in 2018. Um, that wasn't largely supported um, by a, a fairly conservative um, legislature. And so um, trying to get folks to come around um, the idea that we have expanded um, access to um, those benefits uh, and that coverage, and that we do need to, to manage things a bit differently. Um, we have a state-specific model um, that we use value care organizations that are regionally based to manage these. And and um, there wasn't a good understanding of that. And so there's been a little bit of debate as to whether they wanted to move to a managed care model or an MCO model to do this. And we have advocated to try and keep the current model so that we have the ability as regional networks to really sort of be closer to where care is delivered and more effectively, um, you know, manage manage those populations and the total cost of care. So lots of time spent educating, um, you know, folks outside of the healthcare space to make sure that they're making uh, informed uh, decisions. And then final question, what will the most effective hospital leaders need to be successful in the next two to three years? I think when we talk about hospital leaders, which of course I work on the network um, side, but I do have very, very supportive leaders within our health system and our hospitals. And I think for those hospital leaders to truly have a broad vision of uh, where we need to go in terms of value-based care and understanding how they as health system or hospital leaders need to support the work um, that we are doing at, within the clinically and financially integrated networks and taking on uh, insurance risk, managing total cost of care, uh, improving uh, you know, quality and health outcomes, and then really being mindful of 
supporting those community partnerships and those other relationships uh, with our independent affiliate practices beyond um, what we would traditionally do in an inpatient setting or an outpatient setting, or even with our employed medical groups, right? We have to look beyond and we have to look bigger. And for me, um, you know, for those leaders to have that uh, in in their um, just in their view is is really really going to be important. Well, Danny, thanks so much for taking the time to join me today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Again, we're live at the 11th Annual CEO and CFO Roundtable. Thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm-hmm.